Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibility. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, welcome to another special edition of Super Talk Outdoors where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi. I say it just about every week, but Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in the United States. There is no doubt about that. From the incredible saltwater fishing in the backwaters and offshore of our coast to the uh, to the Mississippi Delta, to the hills of northeast Mississippi, man, are we lucky to live here. And I, and I always kind of say this, too, that if you're visiting here, y'all come back soon. As I always do, I want to thank my friend Steve Azar, the singer-songwriter, the music and cultural ambassador for the state of Mississippi, for enabling us to use that song, One Mississippi, this theme song for, for Super Talk Outdoors. By the way, uh, One Mississippi it has a really, really good chance of becoming the state song for Mississippi in the next legislative session. So you ought to look it up on YouTube, and I think you'll see why. Uh, Steve uh, wrote a song called I Don't Have to Be Me Till Monday. And uh, that song peaked at number two on the U.S. Billboard Hot Country Singles and Tracks chart. It was his highest peaking single. He had a bunch more. But there's a line in that song, I don't have to be me till Sunday, that goes like this. So I called in to where I work, told a little white lie. No, no, my back don't really hurt, but that's my alibi. My temporary ticket to anywhere but there. <laughs> I think that expresses... What a lot of people across Mississippi feel when they when they get off work or find a way to get off work and get into the outdoors, man. That's that's uh, we're we're so fortunate here. I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Network. And if you're listening on Facebook or YouTube or your favorite podcast, it's November the 29th, 2021. Um, so look, my son Just Jordan and his friend Leland Dunny went to Horn Island over the weekend. Uh, they fish in 36 degree weather, you know, but they call some redfish and specks. But look, I'm not a big, you know, go offshore in the cold weather kind of guy. And uh, but they enjoyed it. And what that means for us here at the Matthews House is that we'll be we'll be cooking fish tonight. One other comment about Biloxi's Back Bay: people in the North Mississippi who don't who don't come here during the winter, uh, you should. And what you would see is the water is absolutely crystal clear. Think. Think Key West and think clarity. And that's what the water looks like this time of year. Redfish and specks are starting to show up in the backwaters of the coast of Mississippi. It's really a great time of the year. Let me uh, bring my friend Kyle Curley, the producer of the show, in real quick. And first of all, I'll just say good morning, Kyle. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Thanks for all you do for Super Talk Outdoors and for my show Coast View down here on the coast. 
Um, you know, I love watching you uh, because you and your son really love to fish. And you, you guys had a really good uh, trip this past weekend, didn't you? Yeah, we finally were able to go. We were supposed to go a few weeks back, but it was that first real big cold snap where it went from 60 degrees one day to 34 the next day, and it was that quick, sudden drop in temperature. And our boat captain, Paul Leone, at Southern Comfort, really come out of the box and was really up front and forward. He said, it's going to be really hard to get fish to bite with the temperature dropping the way it did. So we ultimately decided to postpone it and we were going to go this past Saturday and then, of course, look at the weather and it's going to get cold again. So we're texting over the whole Thanksgiving holiday and he goes, you know what, I think we should just go at noon instead of first thing in the morning, give temperature, you know, room to bounce up. So we went out Saturday afternoon, great fishing trip. We didn't have near the sunshine that we thought we were going to get. It was a little bit chilly. But you know what? You get out on a boat and you go out 20, 30 minutes south and you find some speckled trout and some redfish and some big uh, sheep's head. We had a really good time. We found a little pond right there at the end. We were about to pack it up. And I hooked into a, what I figured was going to be a big redfish. And I passed it off to my son because that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to catch something big. He had a great day all day catching specks, him and his buddy. And, you know, the buddy that he brought with him, Cameron Sandal, this kid had a weekend. He got a 10-point or an 8-point on Friday, went fishing with a Saturday, and then we finished the trip off. Desi caught, reeled in that huge redfish. I think it was 38 inches. We never weighed it, but we're going to get it mounted. So yeah. it's going to be, you know. Kyle, look, man, look, the reason why I have spent so much time and energy uh, on my fishing habit and on hunting up in the Delta has been, you know, to bring my sons back. One son's in New York, and he came back. He spent the week with me there last week, and we were together just enjoying the outdoors together. But, man, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, is there anything about life that's better than spending time in the outdoors with your family, man? No, there really wasn't. You know, my wife come with us, and she caught a few speckled trout. She kind of says she only caught one, but she really caught three or four. She had a great time. Both kids had a great time. It was probably the best fishing trip we could have ever had, regardless of the weather. Wow, that's so cool. I, I look forward to you and your son coming over and fishing with me very soon, actually, and we'll, uh, we'll share how that went on a, on a future Super Talk Outdoors. So thank you, buddy. I appreciate it, man. You bet. So, uh, hey, now we're going to move to a very special guest today. His name is Bronson Strickland. He's a Ph.D. You probably know him from Deer University, if you his podcast, if you're, if you're a uh, 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 white-tailed deer enthusiast like I am. And uh, before we go any further, let me just say welcome, Bronson. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Look, look forward to talking to you. Yeah, we're going to spend time talking about the Mississippi State University Extension Service and what they're doing and this incredible research that you've been doing for many, many, many years. But I want to start with this. I was doing some research over the weekend. I wanted to see what some famous people thought about the outdoors and sort of, you know, sort of, sort of put it, putting things into perspective around uh, some of the more notable historic figures in America. And I came across some quotes. And I want to read one to you, and I think it's going to it's going to spur some conversations between the two of us. I'm, I'll tell you who it's by when I get done reading the quote. Here it is. 
In a civilized and cultivated country, wild animals only continue to exist at all when preserved by sportsmen. The excellent people who protest against all hunting and consider sportsmen as enemies of wildlife are ignorant in the fact that in reality the genuine sportsman is by all odds the most important factor in keeping the larger and more valuable wild creatures from total extermination. That was Theodore Roosevelt, our 26th uh, president of the United States. And, you know, he went on, man, this guy, his, this guy put his energy and his passion where his mouth was, was by creating the national park system in, in uh, America. 230 million acres of parks and, and monuments and forests and wild refuges. I mean, it's incredible. But, boy, that's an incredible statement that he said it when he said it. And look where we are today. So it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and um, what a lot of people don't know is that Teddy Roosevelt, uh, it, it came at a very critical time, and, and it usually takes a few critical people to be movers and shakers to, to get things going. Teddy Roosevelt, what was that person? He actually was one of the founding fathers, I guess you could say, of the of North America's oldest conservation organization. And a lot of people don't know that, that North America's oldest conservation organization is the Boone and Crockett Club. Wow. Yeah. And so it was their engagement in the outdoors and watching these animals like white-tailed deer, black bear, elk, etc., um, almost becoming extinct in many places and certainly extirpated in a lot of the eastern U.S., they were the ones that said, hey, we got to stop. We've got to do something. And first and foremost, we, we have to start protecting habitat, which you see with the, like you mentioned, with the park service and so forth. And then after that, slowly beginning what we call the North American model of wildlife conservation, which uses hunting dollars and for fish populations, fishing dollars to go back into the system to manage these lands, manage the wildlife, et cetera. That that was the beginning and, and what we have today. And you're a professional member of the Boone and Crockett Club. I am. We're actually having our annual meeting uh, later this week in, in New Orleans. Okay, so here's another one. This is this is going to be fun because, you know, you're, you love the outdoors and you love management and, and uh, you know, love the culture of hunting. So here's, here's a really good one. The only reason I ever played golf in the first place was so I could afford to hunt and fish. <laughs> that was Sna Sam Sneed that said that. So that that you can relate, can't you, Bronson? Uh, yeah, yeah, ab absolutely. Um, you know, and, that, and that's just one of the the, the parts of hunting. It, it does take time. You have to avail yourself to to get out there, and sometimes you have to have some money, some dollars, especially if you're going to go out of state and chase an elk or something like that. So, yeah. I'm, one of my best friends who hunts and fishes with me, his name is Terry Waldrop, and I never will, will forget this. Many years ago, he was get, being given a promotion, and he told his boss, he said, look, I'll take the promotion, but you never forget this. The only reason I work is to be able to put gas in my boat. <laughs> I just never forgot it. I never forgot it. Hey, listen, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Bronson Strickland. He is, uh, you know, he's he's a very passionate outdoorsman, and he's done a lot of incredible research around the white-tailed deer. Uh, so anyway, from the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, we'll see you when we get back from the break. Mississippi.
from the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center. I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today's sunny conditions, high near 61. Tonight, clear skies, low around 38. Your Tuesday rolls in with sunny conditions, high near 69. Tuesday evening, partly cloudy, low around 43. And for your Wednesday, mostly sunny, high near 71. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction. Online at NoDripMS.com. I wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we buy. There is. Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific. Yes. Get your purse, sweetie. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Hey everybody, I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson inviting you to stand for American freedom with our veterans Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. We're going to be remembering the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor with a benefit concert for Friends of Mississippi Veterans featuring Travis Tritt live and in concert with a special appearance by Lee Greenwood. And we want to see you standing for American freedom alongside Travis Tritt Sunday, December 5th, 5.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com and at the Coliseum box office. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Stop. David Cox here, Omar Financial. Do you have a 401k, IRA, retirement, or CD coming due? We can help with market-like returns and zero risk. Call David Cox, 957-3841, 957-3841 now. When you choose Roto-Rooter, you'll get honest estimates and no-hassle guarantees so you can get it fixed quickly and enjoy peace of mind. We're there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, day and night, holidays, and weekends. We've been providing service to Mississippi for over 80 years. Call the original Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. Mention this ad to receive $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. From the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, I'm thrilled today to have Dr. Bronson Strickland. And uh, we're going to continue the conversation. He's a whitetail expert. He's an expert about all, all kinds of things involving the wi- uh, wildlife. Um, hey, before we go any further, I just want to say that uh, the Foundation 
as I say, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this show from the Foundation Studio. It's the Foundation for Wildlife Fisheries and Parks, not to be confused with the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. This is a group of dedicated volunteers from all over the state whose sole purpose it is to, to raise money. And I might also add that they get involved in the issues from time to time. And when they do really grasp an issue, probably ought to look out because they're they're extraordinarily well connected organization and uh, and have done some amazing work together but they what they do is they they collect money that the foundation does and then they help fill gaps in the department and they also are involved in other programs involving hunter education education in general involving our kids in the outdoor but I'm, I'm really thrilled to be associated with the foundation uh, they're really a good organization okay so anyway coming back to dr bronson strickland let's do this um i got a couple of other quotes i want to read we we're reading famous outdoors quotes by people here's another one I don't always tell people where I hunt, but when I do, it's a lie. <laughs> and that's the most interesting man in the world, Dosa Keys, who said that. Uh, just a kind of a little funny joke there, but boy. That, that sounds like a turkey hunter. It, it does, doesn't it? it well, it, it sounds like some of the white-tailed deer guys that I hunt with, for sure. Here's another one. I don't know who said it, but uh, I read this to my wife this morning, and we chuckled together. My biggest fear is that when I die, my wife will sell my hunting gear for what I said I paid for it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's true, yeah. isn't it, man? Uh, yeah, for, for, for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, a lot of the, the guns and archery equipment is not, is not very cheap. And scopes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it goes on and on. Yeah. That scope's gotten so advanced. Here's another one from a famous guy. I'm proud to have been born in Iowa. Through the, through the eyes of a 10-year-old boy, it was a place of adventure and daily discoveries. The wonders of the growing crops, the excitements of the harvest, the journeys to the woods for nuts and hunting, the joys of snowy winters, the comfort of family fireside, a good food and tender care. That was Herbert Hoover, uh, Herbert Hoover the 31st president of the United States, who had a deep love for the outdoors. Uh, that you know that's that kind of brings it all into focus i mean being in the outdoors is not always about the shooting but it's just about the overall experience isn't that true well we, we often say too it's more of a, a lifestyle because it's more than than just hunting it's managing the land and managing the wildlife it's a total engagement type of experience those are the people that get the most out of it um two more uh this one here is uh is a stanza from a song because you can't starve us out and you can't make us run because we're them old boys raised on a shotgun. And we say grace and we say ma'am. And if you ain't into that, we don't give a damn. Hank Williams Jr. and his song, A Country Boy Can Survive. Incidentally, my great uncle, R.D. Nard, played steel guitar with Hank Williams' Drifting Cowboys. Kind of a little side note there. Uh, but you know what? Mississippians get the outdoors, don't they? Well, yeah, it's it's one of those states, too, where we often say uh, some people may think of this negatively. You know, we're more of a rural state, but I absolutely love and cherish that that we're a more rural state because we have a great deal of opportunity that people in other states don't have. Yeah, we, we really do. As I said, we're the capital of outdoors in the United States, and I will stand by that. Uh, that's going to be the theme of this show. And one other was from a great from a great person. Um, through almost all human existence, huntable land and huntable wildlife 
have preceded the hunter. They, they caused the hunter. But in the future, this must be reversed. And it is the hunter who must cause huntable land and wildlife and a world worth being young in. And what's interesting about that quote is it was said in the 1600s by John Madison, the great-grandfather of President James Madison. It's interesting that back in those days, they were already beginning to get that that man was going to have a role in creating this incredible outdoors that we're able to enjoy today. Well, I think they started seeing that as, quote, human progress and, and what we were doing to the land and for very reasonable purposes back then for agriculture and building and housing and so forth. Uh, we were simultaneously destroying wildlife habitat. And so humans are going to have to take a very decided and active role in protecting habitat if we were going to have wildlife populations. And boy, did they. But you see, as you pointed out a few minutes ago, so it's a few really, really visionary people. Mm-hmm. who along the way could see, you know, I mean, they didn't have the benefit of the internet or, you know, high-speed travel. I mean, it really is quite amazing that they were able to consume what needed to be done to protect the U.S. Yeah, and they were very bold about doing it. You know, it took some very strong personalities and people with a lot of uh, political credit, so to speak, to, to make it happen. And, and fortunately for everyone, it worked. Probably better than they envisioned. It worked. Um, hey, I'll close on this one. Uh, this is Earl Dib- Dibbles Jr. He's a singer-songwriter. He said, if God wanted us to be vegetarians, he would have made broccoli more fun to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and deer not taste so good. <laughs> <laughs> right, and deer not yeah. taste so good. Yeah, we. Uh, I had a great experience this past weekend. I, I was able to harvest a deer that we called the swamp donkey deer. It was on... There's a 100-acre Cypress Lake on the land that we have, and there's this great food plot that goes along it and regrowth of corn that actually has corn cobs on it. And uh, we call that the North Lake Stand. And this this old seven-point came out uh, in broad daylight and turns you know, broadside. So my, my son Justin, who was down from New York, and I really enjoyed you know tracking that deer and retrieving that. And then we brought it over to BB's, which is a, a deer processing place over in Greenwood. And uh, while we were there, we backed up. And, you know, Charlotte and BB, just terrific people. Uh, when we backed up. Uh, another guy pulls up and he's got a truck and a trailer and a four wheeler on the trailer and an eight point on, you know, on the four wheeler, and a father and a son get out gets out and the son probably my guess is eight or nine years old, and it reminded me of when I used to take my sons to a fishing tournament and they would have a big fish and they couldn't wait to get to the weigh scale, but this kid had just killed his first uh, buck. And dude, you were, the the look on his face, the, the 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 love that that father and son had for each other is sort of like what I had with both of my sons when they killed their first bug. But you know, it's in that moment that you realize, my God, we just said, what a fine bug! It was, it was probably a two-year-old eight point. It didn't matter. He was so excited. That I mean, to me, that's what that's what the outdoors is all about. Having that experience, you've seen that many times, haven't you? Oh, I, I've seen it and I've lived it. I mean, probably the best feeling I've ever had was my first buck, a six pointer. You know, probably a yearling buck. You know, way back when, but I, I cannot tell you. You know, and for someone like me, it's one of those kind of life changing ex- experiences. 
Yeah. Okay. So look, I mentioned to you that I had the opportunity about five years ago to lease some land, the initial land that we leased between uh, Blackhawk and Greenwood was 500 acres in the hills, 500 acres in the delta. And uh, it had just been, uh, you could say select cut, but really mostly clear cut, left some some fruit-bearing trees, acorn-bearing trees along the sides of some of the really more treacherous hills. But it was a mess. I had to go in. I spent a lot of money, you know, rebuilding roads and creating food plots and all the stuff that you do to get this thing going. But uh, but it was a great experience. And what I wanted to tell you was that in those early days, because here I'm a coast boy, while I've hunted up near the Delta and in the Delta for many years, I've never had responsibility for managing a piece of property. So I decided in my retirement to go to school on managing a piece of property. I, I studied everything I could get my hands on, and I especially studied what you had to say, because the research that you and your partner have done over the many years has really been incredible. It helped it helped me see, while at, in the early days of that land, it was kind of ugly, and you know, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, when you're talking about the hills, this heavy equipment that goes in to take you know, the, the logging operation out, man, it can just tear up land. And I, yeah. had to, I had to see that really what I was looking at was future deer habitat second to none is what I had to come to understand. And it's you that helped me understand that. We went in and walked every square inch of that property. We laid it out in a very specific kind of way, made it easy to get to the stands so we could not interrupt the situation as much as possible. And uh, you informed us. And do you hear people talk about, well, I'll tell you what, we're coming to the end of this segment. When we come back on the other side, I want to hear what you hear about how your research and your passion for informing people have uh, have informed people and how you how you know the stories that you've heard over the over the many years. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Bronson Strickland, who is a PhD and uh, a wildlife expert, particularly the white-tailed deer. And we'll come back after this break. Batteries Plus, we do more than fix phones and tablets. We help our neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktop, 
countertops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? (sighs) Ream, the new degree of comfort. This is Brent Calloway. Since 1954, Calloway's has been family-owned and operated. We're located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Calloway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful with trees, shrubs, fall color plants, soils, and mulches. Come see Calloway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. Our entire store turns into a Christmas wonderland with a large selection of permanent Christmas trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. Callaway's fresh-cut Christmas trees, wreaths, and garlands will arrive a few days before Thanksgiving. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Come see Callaway's beautifully decorated Christmas store. You will not be disappointed. Bring the family and enjoy the day. Callaway's Bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High. Callaway's is, Callaway's is, everything for home and garden, that's what Callaway's is. The best made-to-order lunch is right around the corner at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. Once again, 769-208-8283. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. World health officials have their eyes on a newly identified Omicron variant of COVID-19. On NBC's Meet the Press with Chuck Todd, Governor Tate Reeves says Mississippi's case numbers and hospitalizations are down and vaccinations are up. We have 1.6 million Mississippians that have been vaccinated. That's not enough. We believe that somewhere between 80 to 85 percent of Mississippians have some level of immunity, either natural immunity or immunity from having taken the shots. Reeves also added that the president's vaccine mandates are pushing people the other way. If you go around our state, you talk to those individuals that have not gotten vaccinated. A lot of them have gotten the virus and so they believe they have some natural immunity and they were thinking about getting vaccinated as they got beyond the 90 days or got beyond the 180 days. But the president's insistence on mandating them have hardened them against the vaccine. He stressed he believes in individual liberties and freedoms and that people can make their own decisions. I'm Andy Davis. It's that time of the year again. Like my son Barrett and I, hunters will soon be heading to the woods to hopefully bag that big buck. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency often works with Mississippians whose disabilities are the result of tree stand injuries. Keep safe by remembering these important tips. Always maintain three points of contact going up and down a tree. Use a haul line and always wear a safety harness. Please don't let your next hunt be your last. 
Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or delicious ham steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou friends jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Kudzu Walls and Fall Football, a Gulf Coast sunset and a Delta Dawn. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have Dr. Bronson Strickland. Uh, you probably know him well from Deer University. He's with Mississippi State University Extension Service. He's a wildlife and really whitetail deer specialist. He's done some amazing research. Hey, when we went to break, I was mentioning how much you impacted me in the management of, of the land that I have, that I have the, the benefit of managing the wildlife on. Um, you have really impacted a lot of people along the way, haven't you? Well, thank you very much. We certainly hope to have, and, and that was our goal. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I have to mention Steve Damaris. He's co-director of the MSU Deer Lab and a friend, a colleague, a mentor. But something we decided about a, a, a decade ago was that we wanted to jump out there and take advantage of these new platforms that maybe some other people weren't taking advantage of. And, and it's for the purpose, Ricky, that you just mentioned, is how can we maximize uh, you know, our outreach opportunities by doing so? And, and so you know, with, with video, with social media, with podcasts, et cetera, and of course the traditional writing publications, books, um, but we, we have definitely noticed that we're reaching and engaging with more people and getting a lot more feedback because of that. Yeah, it is, it is so, it's so important. Um, in, in my case, uh, the people who had ha- had this land, lease this land before me, you've heard the old phrase, brown and down. Oh, yeah. But unfortunately, that's the way it was. I, I came to understand as a result of what you taught us that it won't take long if we can just if we can just set some standards, you know, of course, the clear cut was going to create incredible, incredible brows for the deer. Do do really first class food plots uh, that that things would kind of take care of themselves if we were willing to manage manage the herd appropriately. And here we are, five years into this, and, and I've shown I showed you some pictures earlier, but yeah. there's some incredible deer on our property. It doesn't take long if you stay focused, does it? It, it, it doesn't. And the the one thing you haven't explicitly said this, but from what I'm understanding, what happened is you started getting more deer to spend more time on your property. You likely did not have a food limitation because of all the agriculture around there. You had a cover limitation. Yeah. Yeah. And so by thinning the, the, the forest and certainly um, 
clear cutting parts of it is that you created a bunch of cover like we say from waist down or from shoulder down and a lot of people neglect that a lot of people just want to focus on the the soybeans or the clover and that's very very important but if you want to keep deer on your property they have to feel secure and providing those areas of cover is going to do that and and just so you know when i visit properties on the in the delta that's typically the most often limiting factor i see is they don't have a very spots of very well-developed cover to hold deer throughout the year yeah that's i think that's probably the biggest change we've seen is that uh, where before deer you know, bucks would just show up on camera and we're not sure where they came from. Now we see bucks that are kind of there year round. I mean, obviously when they're when they don't have antlers, it's, it's, we don't know for sure. But over over time, we've been able to see we've got a lot of resident deer. But what's interesting to me is the work that you guys have done with your collars. And mm-hmm. and some deer will venture way off, and some deer will stay pretty much resident. That has been you've gotten a lot of feedback from that research, haven't you? We have, yeah. Uh, and I wish we had answers for exactly why they demonstrate this behavior. We're we're still trying to tease that apart, but you can kind of break it down like this: about a third of the bucks are what we call homebodies. They have an affinity for a spot. They're just this traditional, they got about a thousand acres and that's where they're gonna live and die. We've got about another third that throughout the year, it might be month by month or from the pre-rut to the, they kind of overlap. There'll be a little bit of a shift. They might, uh, the center of their activity may shift half a mile away or a mile away. And then we've got some that it's almost like it's it's a migratory behavior. It's uh, before the rut or something like that. They're going to pick up and move 10 to 15 miles away and, and spend the next three months or four months and then pick up and move back. And we really don't have an answer for that. We we tend to think that maybe it's, a, it's just a, a behavior that's within some deer that they just want to explore. They are the, the, the grass is always greener. And they're just going to pick up and move around and explore and, and try to find new places. But but it really resonates, Ricky, when you talk about feedback we've gotten over the years, as we would hear that from hunters, is all of a sudden I used to get this buck, you know, photos of it every single day, and then it's gone. Never got a photo again. Or all of a sudden on October 15th every year I get photos of this buck again. And we didn't really understand what was going on. You know, frankly, I thought a lot of times, I think the batteries in your camera were bad because that's just not reasonable. But sure enough, when you put a tracking device on some of these bucks, they uh, they will pick up and move and be gone and six months later come back. That explains to me, it's just our own experience. We have what we call the resident buck. He's just always there. We watch him over the years. And then we have a deer that maybe appears, but then he hangs out there for a while. And But then sometimes we have a deer we've never seen before. It just, just like bruiser, you know, is locked down in the middle of an ag field somewhere. And we don't know where he came from or, or which deer it is. But that, you know what, that's, that's part of the, you know, you can do a lot with cameras. You can really test your population. You can help, it helps you manage your, your population for sure. It helps you in your hunting. But but there's always going to be this mystery attached to it, and that's what makes it fun. That's it? what makes it fun. Yeah, you want there to be some excitement and surprise when, when you hunt. And some of these excursions, like you were referring to, Ricky, you know, some of these, earlier I was talking about there was a shift. 
and they pick a new location and they'll set up there for a month or two months or whatever. Some of these are just three-day excursions. All of a sudden, this pre-rut or rut, a buck shows up, he's there for a few days, and it's gone. Mm -hmm. But that's what makes it exciting. I was listening to um, the Speak the Language podcast the other day, um, and Brad Ferris was on it. He was talking about some new land that he has now and he was that he manages. And it's interesting to hear someone like Brad because Brad's been deer hunting professionally and as a hobby for many, many, many years, and he's doing land management now. But what's interesting about what he said was is how focused he is on not creating pressure, even during the off-season. You know, where he's willing to take, bring a four-wheeling, where he's, he's not just during hunting season. He is just, he's like hyper-focused on, he said, you may fool a two or three-year-old buck. You're not going to fool a truly mature buck, four or five, six-year-old buck. You've got to be, you got to be always aware 365 days a year of how that pressure might impact him. He's right to be sensitive about that, isn't he? Very much so. And that, that's some uh, examples of our research is pretty conclusive on that. Is uh, In one study, it took about three days. But when there was a lot of hunter activity on this landscape for about three days, deer are still always going to move. You know, a lot of people think the deer, quote, aren't moving. Deer are going to move. It just might be a difference in how they move and how far they move and what time of day they move. But a deer's got to eat every day. It's going to get up and it's going to find food. But what we find is that their pattern of behavior will change. And they didn't get to be some of these bucks six years old from being dumb. They know how to avoid hunters. And so I I completely agree. The more that you can limit that, the better off you're going to be. And look, for, for South Mississippians who, who like maybe hunt in Stone County or maybe northern Harrison County, we know our deer to be smaller in statute. Certainly their antlers are not as big. But your whole concept of epigenetics has really changed the way we look at that from a genetic point of view, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully it, it should give everyone the hope and the confidence that management will work in that region as well. And again, just briefly, what we showed is that um, it's intergenerational nutrition, meaning it's not just the nutrition, a change in nutrition one year. It's the nutrition that your mother had and your grandmother had that it more or less, and I'm oversimplifying here, but it kind of turns on genes or genes can be expressed more fully once um, once a mother has sent the signals to a developing fawn or a fetus that there's an abundance of food or there's a limitation of food. That changes the expression for genes for, for body size and antler size. It's really incredible. And the way you did it, you took you took pregnant does from all over the state, brought them into a single location. Tell the rest of that story. Yeah, so you you brought them into a single location. They had their fawns. Now, most people would think if you give a, a delta fawn and a lower coastal plain fawn the same nutrition at that point, they're going to grow to three or four or five years of age and be the same size. That That's not what we saw. It took one entire generation of being under that good nutrition before we saw those lower coastal plain bucks grow to be just as big as the delta bucks. That explains why every now and then this unbelievable giant pops up in coastal Mississippi because, or excuse me, southern Mississippi. It's because 
for whatever reason, wherever it was, had had a good nutritional, generational nutrition situation. Hey, when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Dr. Bronson Strickland, and uh, and we'll uh, close out the final segment. We'll see you after this break. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein. Guys, you know there's one Christmas gift that can actually grow with your relationship? And become a true family heirloom. Our legendary Junikers Diamond Stud Earrings. As Mississippi's direct diamond importer, we have ten times the diamond studs you'll find in any other store. Best of all, if at any time you wish to trade up your Juniker Diamond Studs to a larger pair... Next week, next year, next decade... We encourage it. We'll give you every penny that you pay for them towards a new, larger pair. You just pay the difference. It's our Junikers Lifetime Diamond Stud Trade-Up Guarantee. Start for as little as $295 and trade up as often as you wish until you have two big, gorgeous diamond studs you can pass down one day to your children. This Christmas, trade up to heirloom quality diamond studs from Junikers. Because love can't wait. Juniker Jewelry Company. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. Push the limits of what's possible in the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. With a bold exterior and premium interior, Outlander reimagines the SUV. Rule the road with Mitsubishi super all-wheel control and wireless smartphone technology. Plus, an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today and get up to 3500 over book value for your trade. At Ridgeland Mitsubishi, get Thunderstruck. Super all-wheel control is an available feature on all trim levels. Price terms and vehicle availability may vary. Important restrictions and rules apply. See retailer for limited warranty and more details. Offer ends 12 13 21. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certain team shingle installer, family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the Metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. 
Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. It's cut through walls and fall football, a gum sunset. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have Dr. Bronson Strickland with us. Uh, he's a wildlife biologist. He's a white-tailed deer specialist. You may know him from his podcast, Deer University. Really, if you're managing land or if you're just wanting to understand how to be a better hunter or, or how, to, how, to, how to grow bigger deer, go to Deer University. You'll, you'll really get a great appreciation for the amount of time, energy, and research they put into understanding the white-tailed deer. There's so much to talk about as it relates to that. If you look back in time, Bronson, what is the most, I don't know, earth-shattering research you guys have done besides what we just talked about with the, with the, uh, uh, the collars? Um, I, I guess a couple things. Um, the, the, the collar research has been eye-opening, um, mainly from a perspective of just understanding buck behavior, why they're here and why they're there, and, you know, we think they're gone, but they're not. Um, the epigenetics research, I think, has been... Um, I think we're seeing the effects of that, the ripple effect, even outside of Mississippi, just uh, unlocking what, what's going on and how important nutrition is. You cannot manage genetics. You know, that's one thing people, a common misconception. The old statement of I shot that buck to get it out of the gene pool, that is absolutely false. You're not going to impact the gene pool at all. But what you can impact is, is, is nutrition, and, and that's where you're going to see. We, we also, it's not as much of an issue now as it was 10 years ago, but uh, what we would call antler restrictions, the, the pros and cons of a four-point rule or an eight-point rule, and that's really all there is. There are definitely things that can improve the, the buck segment of the herd, and there's there are things that, that can be negative. So teasing that apart ha- has been really important. Okay. I was at the store, a little store in the middle of nowhere in Tallahatchie County, where at least one doe was tested to have CWD. And, this, and the, the topic of CWD, chronic wasting disease, came up. And one of the old guys said, oh, CWD has always been here. It's really not the problem they say it is. What do you say about that? I would say with, with all due respect, uh, that that's incorrect. It, it, is, it is real and it is really 
a big deal. Um, the one thing that differs about CWD is, or chronic wasting disease is the chronic part. It's not a disease like blue tongue or hemorrhagic disease where you have this severe year or mild year. And there's this immediate and tangible difference. You found dead deer by a pond, by a stream, you know, from EHD. If you're outside of Mississippi and go further north, let's say in the Midwest, you may lose 20, 30, 40% of the deer when you have an outbreak of hemorrhagic disease. That is not chronic wasting disease. Chronic wasting disease slowly and slowly and slowly builds. And you go from, uh, Ricky, the big deal is over time, when you get prevalence rates of 20, 30, 40%, you no longer have a thriving deer population. Why is that important to hunters? When you don't have a thriving deer population, you no longer have a huntable, a huntable population. So you no longer have that surplus of deer every year that we enjoy and that we can hunt and harvest because you, you can't have any more mortality uh, from, from hunter harvest. You've got to just maintain that population as best you can. So chronic wasting disease is real. We don't think of chronic wasting disease impacts on a annual scale. It's really at the decade scale. And that's why we're really trying to get people educated and engaged with testing so we can figure out where the disease is at. NDWFMP has done a wonderful job. They have put free sampling sites all over the state. I think there's over uh, 30 or 40 sites now distributed throughout where you can drop it off free of charge and, and, and get your sample back to know. So it helps you to know, is it on my property or where I hunt? It helps MDWFMP know where the disease is at so we can better manage it and contain it. So we're doing a good job of sort of understanding where we are. Um, how, in the short time we have left, where how is Mississippi doing currently as it relates to managing CWD? I, I think we're doing as well as can be expected. It's really difficult to contain because we have normal deer behavior uh, that's difficult. We have yearling bucks that disperse a mile or two or three. There's no way to know externally if they are carrying the disease or not. And so that's a normal part of deer behavior that, that that's going to be difficult. But we can also do some things, some man man-made activities to slow the spread. And that's why MDWFMP always uh, mandates that we stop baiting and supplemental feeding in a CWD management zone. We don't want to increase or facilitate the prevalence of the disease that way. Well, listen, uh, I wish we could go on and on. That's an important point we just made. People should look it up and see what the current management practices are around CWD. And as Bronson pointed out, the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks has done an incredible job of sort of creating these zones so you can understand if, you, if, you're, if your property is in or outside that zone and what you need to do if you're inside it. And even if you're outside of what you need to do to, to manage it. So when we, uh, we, we, until our next conversation, Bronson, and I, I predict that we'll have you back on soon, uh, continue to have, I hope you continue to have a good hunting season yourself. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's been a, Appreciate been a the opportunity, Ricky. Thank you. You bet. Thank you for joining us here on Super Talk Outdoors. We'll see you next Monday. Stay safe. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.